0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and
1: head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn.
0: Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. It's time for our Raw Rundown. I'm Dax Holt, joined by Adam Glenn out in New York. Hello, my friend. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to get to this rundown. It's been a, a rough week in uh, in the entertainment news world. It's been a rough week in the regular news world. But uh, well, we're going to You gonna know where it here... hasn't
0: been a rough week?
1: In the Where's Hollywood
0: that? Raw world. We are... Oh, yeah, we had a big week. We had a huge week. I, I have never been to number 20... Or I'm sorry... 44 on the all around podcast chart. We hit it this week. Thanks to you guys that are out there listening to us. Thanks to Heather McDonald who had us on her podcast. Got a lot of new ears listening to ours. And uh, a very, very exciting number one in entertainment news, number seven in the news category. So huge, huge week for us. So thank you guys for all your support Um, and all the reviews that have been flooding in. And I want to get to one of them real fast before we get started just to give a little quick shout out to someone who took the time to leave a review for us uh so that review comes from n 315 five stars uh titled it so fun i love you guys i found you because of the do you podcast i will be listening weekly so and honey thank you so much i appreciate the uh the five seconds that you took to write this it means a lot to me and to adam but
1: more to me yes <laughs> yeah, yes. With that said, again, that's the best thing you do to support this podcast. We always say, leave a review, go onto your iTunes, Go all the way, go, put in Hollywood Raw in the search, go all the way bottom. You can put in five stars, say a few kind words. We don't ask for a few bucks, we just ask for two seconds of your time just to do that. Helps out the algorithm, helps put food on our plate, and helps me afford gas to chase down more celebrities. With that said, <laughs> let's get to uh, some of the, uh, the top 10 stories of the week. Dax, what's number 10?
0: All right, to get you caught up, to make you feel informed going into the weekend, feel like you know all entertainment news, uh, number 10, Ricky Gervais, under fire for some trans jokes during his Netflix special. I, uh, you know, this Netflix special, basically just dropped. It's called Supernature, and he is uh, getting just blasted online. So basically, I can repeat some of his jokes. And keep in mind, they're his jokes. (laughs) But uh, he said, uh, one of the jokes said, I love the new woman. Uh, He goes, they're great, aren't they? The new ones that we've been seeing lately, the ones with beards and cocks, they're as good as gold. I love them. And then he goes on to talk about how they want to use our toilets and this and this. Clearly, listen, I freaking love Ricky Gervais these jokes even make me cringe. I'm like, oh, Ricky, why did we go down that path, bro? Like, that's... Uh, I just felt like these ones were over the line, even for him.
1: Uh, you think it's over the line? I think it's one of those things where he's just pushing the boundaries and he's just really trying to prove a point. I actually think he was trying to stick up for all the comedians out there because it's so... You know that line has just been changed so much in the past few years, and as a comic, and as, like I think he's just over it. You know, he does say in the special that you know he is for everything, you know, he's for everyone's rights, you know. So it's just, I think it's good marketing for Netflix. I think they're throwing gas on the fire. I know there's becoming a lot of I headlines, saying I internet, don't think they want that kind of
0: I mean, it does make people want to go, people tune are tuning in, in to I'll see I'll tell it. you that much, they, they're gonna want to tune in, it, it does its job, but. I do feel like if you're getting, you know, this type of pushback from the LGBTQ community, this is not going to go well for the rest of your special. You know what I'm saying? Like having people boycott it and not listen to it. I don't know. There's both sides. But I did feel like a couple of those jokes, even for him, they were a bit brutal.
1: All right. Well, at the end of his special, he does he does say in his special he says in full disclosure in real life of course I'm I support trans rights I support all human rights and trans rights are human rights uh, live your best life use your preferred pronouns be the gender that you feel you are but meet me halfway, ladies. Lose the lose the cock. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I, again, he said it, not me. Don't cancel me yet. Wait for I'll get canceled eventually. But wait for you know, um, <laughs> it's uh, I actually ran into Ricky this past week. Ricky, by the way, in person, nicest dude, great guy. Always gives me a, you know his time. Very nice, very cool, very low maintenance, very easy to work with.
0: That's just yeah, a personal no, he's story. Awesome.
1: About Ricky Chavez. <laughs> All right, Dexter, all right. Nine.
0: Speaking of yeah, speaking of canceling, let's get to number nine. Josh Duggar <laughs> sentenced to 12 years for child porn. I mean, we all saw this coming. This has been a, a debacle and a half. So the former 19 kids and counting star was sentenced to 151 months or 12 years and seven months in prison uh, Wednesday for receiving and possessing child porn. Uh, they did say that it did not look that uh, like Duggar was knowingly distributing it. Uh, but yes, having it also a no-no. So this is, this is like a whole nother level of gross, though. Like child porn, like that's just fucking it's nasty.
1: So it's gross. rough, especially when he so, also has of his own seven kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, it sounds like they brutal. recommended that. Um, what was this? I, I, I don't know. They they're basically trying to get him a reduced sentence because of good behavior, but. You a nasty man.
1: He was downloading. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's gross. He was downloading images at the car dealership that he owned. Uh, you know, He says he didn't know. He wasn't aware that there. He he's saying that he wasn't aware. His lawyers are, are going to appeal the case, but it looks like he's going to be going away for a Dude, long you're time. Going and it's sad. There's no amount of appealing
0: that's, that's going to get you off on this. Like, there's no amount. Like, you, you're you going to be spending some time behind bars if you have any sort of naked pictures of children, and you deserve to be behind bars, you sick fuck. Okay. It's said. Enough said sad. there. All
1: right. Number all right.
0: eight. Number eight, Khloe Kardashian is offended that people think she had 12 face transplants. <laughs> of all 12. 12. She said 12. She said 12. Well, she said, look, I've never had a, a face transplant, but she did say I... I did have a nose job. So this came up during an interview uh, with Amanda from the Not Skinny, Not Fat podcast, which is crushing it, by the way, getting all the Kardashians on there. Um, But she was open up and talking all about her dealing with social media anxiety and how she handles being in front of the fame and all the judgment and all the shit that gets thrown at her on a daily basis. And she said, you know, it used to bother me when people were saying I had 12 face transplants. I was like, oh, my God, I have. That's crazy. Um, but she said, I really, I I had a nose job and I love it and I want everyone to know that. And she goes, so I, I I love it. I don't, I don't want to lie about having the nose job, which by the way, that nose job transformed her face. And I think that's why people feel like it's a a face transplant. It was a great nose job. Acknowledge that she, it was an enhancement for
1: her and she loves it. And that's really what matters. She feels good in her skin. You get a nose job, you lose some weight, your body, your face starts to change. But let's be real, she probably, again, allegedly. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm just, I'm gonna say allegedly, she gets Botox, she gets filler in her face. Your face yeah, starts but that's to change not, that's a little not bit surgery. from the filler, but that's like, not surgery. That is not surgery. Uh,
0: and sorry, but that's half of L.A. anyway. Like everyone True. does that crap. Um, but True. I, I, I think if she feels good, by all means. I I like I I, you can see it in her the way she like takes photos now she's confident like she had a rough childhood growing up with the sisters and the judgment surrounding her and who her father was and all this just because she looked different from them if this makes her feel good fuck yeah I'm in for it Um, because you remember also Ashley Simpson when she got her nose job yeah transformed her face as well yeah but again a great nose job so good for her.
1: Okay. Great, great for them. Real quick, uh, Khloe Kardashian story. The first time I met her, she was with Lamar Odom there at JFK Airport. At the time, she was doing a radio show or, or you know some sort of show where she's talking about sex. So I asked her, and I thought it would be interesting, and it was my, totally my fault. Again, this was more this was a long time ago. It was totally my fault. I asked her, who do you think had the best celebrity sex tape? Stupid, stupid question on my behalf because I forgot. Obviously, yeah. her sister did it. And I was like, piss. oh, my God. She did not. She did not talk Her Lamar got really pissed. Lamar is like, yo, listen, you know, like, he wouldn't talk to me. He's like, "And I, as soon as I said it, then I realized. It. I just didn't think, you know, she was talking about sex. And I was like, oh, this could be fun, sex tape. And then I for- totally forgot. I know. One of the most famous sex tapes. You forget about that. Stupidity on my behalf. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed. I run upstairs because they went, They took the elevator upstairs. I run down. I put my camera down. and I go, hey, listen, I am so sorry. I say this all camera. I totally forgot. I really apologize. I'm not doing anything with the video. I wish you nothing but the best. You know, I'm so sorry. I take my hand out. Lamar's like, I'm not shaking your hand. And Chloe goes, shake his hand. And I go, no. And Chloe's, Lamar's like, I'm not shaking his hand. Chloe's like, Lamar, shake his hand. And she's like, how many times does someone come up to us and apologize? And I was like, listen, this is totally my fault. I understand. She's like, no, I really appreciate that. That's really sweet of you. I I wish you nothing. but. And it was just a very nice split. Between the two of us. Like, I didn't do anything with the video. It was totally my fault. Chloe was so, she was a class act dealing with it. All right, wow. random Chloe Kardashian story.
0: Interesting. Love it. All Good right. story there. Number seven. All right. Number seven, Steven Tyler checks himself into rehab after a drug relapse. a sad story because Steven Tyler has dealt with drug issues for years and years and years. And so the band basically went up, put up a statement because, you know, they were going on tour. And it says, as many of you know, our beloved brother Steven has worked on his sobriety for many years after foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process, he has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and his recovery. Uh, We are truly sorry to inform you, the fans and friends, that we must cancel the first set of Las Vegas residency dates this June and July while he focuses on his well-being. Uh, sad story. You know, the guy has been very open about this. I mean, he said he spent six million dollars on cocaine in his lifetime. It's like insane. that's uh, like, that's a drug problem right there. Um, yeah. but I, I'm glad he's getting help. I mean, that's all you can do. you once you're an addict, you're always an addict and all you can do is keep trying to better yourself.
1: He's so. doing the right thing. Uh, I would love, I heard great things about their Vegas show. Hopefully they get it up and running soon. Um, all right, Dex, what's the next one?
0: uh what number are we on six right six yeah okay
1: six morgan freeman has been
0: banned from russia (laughs) boo-hoo i don't think he's he's not sad about this but uh it was funny there was a whole list released from the russian government with 900 americans names on it who people who have been banned from entering the country amid accusations of being anti-russian and i'm like pretty sure that list would be a little bit longer right now with everything going on in the world, but um, uh, Morgan Freeman, the actor who is now listed on there, will not be allowed to go back to Russia at any point. Uh, a lot of people think that this goes back to, uh, he had a role in this video that was centered around the Russian government's involvement in the 2016 presidential election, and so he his face is on there, he talked on it, and so Because he did that, I'm assuming they have now added him to this list of anti-Russians, people that are not allowed back in the country. But I don't think Morgan Freeman cares.
1: No, he joins uh, actor Rob Reiner as as far as other people, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, So he's not alone, but it's okay. I don't think. He can afford to go just somewhere else. Go to Ukraine, buddy. Go. I mean, Dude, not, the guy don't lives like right off
0: now. the grid anyway. He lives in like Montana yeah. or something. Like he's not flying to Russia anytime soon. So no, I think no, he's good. Okay. All yeah, right, he's good. Coming in at number five, the early reviews for the new Elvis movie. It sounds horrible.
1: <laughs> I didn't like so, the trailer.
0: Yeah, the trailer didn't look so bad, but there's all these people watching, and this I is the new Baz it, but, yeah. Lerman movie variety called it frizzy delirious um and just compulsively watch- watchable at the same time uh, other people said it was a nightmare deliriously awful i mean people are just raking it over the coals and this movie has tom hanks in it it also has uh, austin butler who is playing elvis and people are not liking it but again all this this stuff
1: about it being so bad Makes me want to watch it. I will still watch it. I did not like the trailer, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm not really familiar with Austin Butler as an actor. When they casted him to be Elvis, even when I watched the trailer, I don't know, I don't know if I see him as Elvis. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. For some reason, maybe it's his personal life because he was with Vanessa Hudgens and I just see him more as Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend than Elvis. I'll still watch it though. I will still but watch I, this movie. I just, I'm excited to see
0: it. I want to watch it because it, everyone's just trashing it so much, it makes me want to watch it. Uh, but it's yes, weird to hear but Tom the movie Hanks it. being involved in the narrative of a bad movie because Tom Hanks is never picks a bad uh, you know, Hollywood's yeah favorite actor, and everyone only talks good about
1: him. So And he never signs up for bad stuff, so kind of weird. Even though it is getting some people say bad reviews, there is some good things about it. The movie did receive a 12-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival earlier this week. Um, some people are questioning Tom Hanks' ridiculous accent. There's a lot of people talking about his accent. Priscilla uh, Presley gave her support for the film. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm excited to see this because there has been, in my opinion, a movie, an exciting movie that I want to see come out in a long time.
0: Yeah, interesting. All right, number four, fans rallying... What is it?
1: Number four.
0: Okay, fans are (laughs) rallying around Halsey. Um, There's this huge TikTok debate brewing because Halsey basically went out there and said, look... My, uh, my label, which I love, uh, they are not allowing me to release my new song until there's, quote unquote, a TikTok viral moment to help support it and help promote it. So she's frustrated because she's like, I got this new song uh, that I want the world to hear, but they're not releasing it because they don't feel like they want to do it without a big push behind it. Here's my thought. Do you think this is the moment that it's happening, Adam? Do you think the controversy, her talking about them not allowing a release, gets everyone talking about it, gets it to that viral moment because now it's become a hotbed topic? She releases the song now. Everyone pushes behind it because there's controversy. And in reality, this was all a conspiracy to
1: get everyone to talk about the song. So, Kid Leroy was just at a McDonald's, and basically, he he was at a McDonald's, and he tells the fans. He's got, like, all his fans going crazy for him. He's doing a story where he tells the fans his record label has pushed him to post on TikTok more, but he confesses that he doesn't know what to do on the app. So, he's starting to get, like, the he thought it was good ideas for, like, the audience to do sing-alongs. So, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that you're hearing so much from the label saying... TikTok push TikTok. We got to do these well, yeah, because viral uh, moments.
0: A TikTok TikTok will make a song overnight. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like it makes sense. They are the new platform for music distribution. People hear it. It's ingrained in your head, and and then next thing you know, it's on the radio. So it makes sense. But what I'm saying is, th- all this controversy surrounding Halsey and her not being able to release her music. Could this potentially be a
1: way? For them to stir the pot to get it to that viral moment. I don't disagree. I think it's very actually good. It's actually sort of like the backlash and sort of reveals the fourth wall, just like we do. We reveal the mm-hmm. fourth wall of Hollywood on this podcast by her making this public. It reveals the fourth wall of the music industry, the, the business behind it, the the marketing behind it. But yes, I do think you could be right on that.
0: Okay, let's keep going. We're running out of time here. Courtney Kardashian, number three, she comes, she told her doctor, okay, let me try this again. Number three, Courtney Kardashian. Apparently her doctor told her to drink Travis Barker's loads four times a week. Yes, you heard me correct. So, you know, in this new Hulu uh, show that they're doing, I mean, they're revealing all kinds of crap in this show. They are really wanting to make sure people watch the show. But they've oh, yeah. been going down this um, this road of infertility. And she says that the fertility doctor instructed her to ingest Barker's sperm numerous times a week, obviously, Travis, he co-signed on this. <laughs> sure. Who he said he loves the doctor um, and that he's got some grade A sperm. Uh, but they, they've been documenting their fertility journey throughout the new season and have um, filmed the doctor's appointments, all kinds of stuff. This happened to me a, a, a spot in the show. But I'm thinking there's some things that maybe we keep to ourselves. You have children. Both of mm. you. Do you want your children having to go to school after your mom just said she needs to guzzle his loads? No.
1: That's gross. Listen, at the end of the day, this is the first I've ever heard of this possible tactic to get pregnant ever. You know? Well, and, it's and supposed the, and to help.
0: Okay. In, in, so they're saying that this is supposed to help with the thyroid. Okay. Something to do with her thyroid this gets it jump-started or something. I don't know the medical effects. I'm sure there is a bunch of people in the medical industry saying, don't believe this, this is dumb, but it is made for quite a talking point on their show.
1: It's definitely a talking point. This is definitely for TV. Is there any truth to this? I don't think any... And listen, I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but it's. I've been... I'm, I, I've never heard of something like this ever. I don't know... They're just trying to make good TV. I have never yeah. heard this come to public light ever before. And I know a lot we of people have, heard have about been trying to get before. pregnant. Yeah, I think we would. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is good TV. guys would have been pushing this a long time ago if this <laughs> yeah. was have.
1: I would have been trying to get girls pregnant when I was 17 years old. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Sorry. Was that too much? Oh, sorry.
0: Number two. Maybe Kate 18. Moss testifies in the Johnny Depp case, uh, but very much for Johnny. So she appeared in the defamation trial and squashed a very long time rumor about the, their relationship. There was a story a long time ago that she had fallen downstairs and that he actually pushed her. Was the story that came out? Well, she appeared under oath uh, virtually from London and confirmed that there was a romantic relationship that lasted from 1994 to 1998. Um, th- then depth's attorney, Ben, asked her, so did anything happen? You know, you guys were at this resort in Jamaica back in the day, and uh, the, you, there was an incident where you fell down the stairs, and she said, yes, we were leaving the room. Johnny left the room before I did. Um, there was a rainstorm going on, and as I left the room, I slid down the stairs, I hurt my back, and she screamed because she was in pain, and apparently he came running out to help her, carried her to her room, and got the medical attention. And then the next question was, during the course of your relationship, did did he ever push you down the stairs She said no, uh, and then she followed up saying he never pushed me, kicked me, or threw me down any stairs. So she very much was on Johnny's side. We have not heard her talk during any other court hearings or anything else, um, but I believe that this testimony is a huge blow to the uh, the case uh, against or or with Amber Heard because you know they want to show that he's a repeat offender, and it it's. This was one of those stories that kept coming up from his past that would label him as an abuser, and she just disputed the whole thing.
1: So, Dax, let me ask you this. Was this the big moment of the Johnny Depp case this week, or was it when an ex-TMZ staffer, Morgan Tremaine, who we both know, was uh, on the stand and spoke uh, on his involvement with, uh, allegedly, uh, uh, Kate—I'm sorry, with— with Amber kind of leaking stories to the media.
0: Yeah. You know, it was interesting. It was funny to see him out there. I mean, I've worked so close with Morgan for so many years. So to see him out there and I was a little confused why he was there uh, uh, to be totally honest with you, because I felt like, yes, he like talked, but like he didn't really have any substantive information. You know what I'm saying? Like that moment where you're waiting for him to say, Oh, like I kept waiting. Like, is he going to say something that like is groundbreaking
1: that I didn't even know, you know, and, but we know, but that's also, we also know the industry. So we just know what goes on. Yeah. But I, but I'm saying like, like when
0: the judge was like, I wanted him to say something like, Oh, Amber hit us up or something, but like, he didn't have that. And I don't even know if that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it was almost like he alluded to it, but like there wasn't that final confirmation. And so I was like, Oh, why are you there? You know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. The best part was when he fired back at her lawyer. Like the lawyer, Amber's lawyer said, "Seems like you're looking for your 15 minutes." And he goes, "Well, I'd like to say the same for you. You're representing Amber Heard, so clearly you're doing it as well." That was a great moment. But um, it was very—it was just funny to see him there in the first place. I don't know. I
1: yeah, I know. It was. It definitely Morgan was my supervisor for two months. Uh, you know, I got nothing bad to say about him. He's a fine guy. I don't really talk to him, but fine guy. Um, yeah. You know, he was my supervisor. Uh, he was the person who would kind of be like almost like a dispatcher. So yes, he was. I don't know if he knew the exact information was going on. However, he got hit up saying, "Hey, we need to send the camera." Someone told him to send the camera to the lawyer's office. That's what he did. He yeah, someone I'd, told him uh, to but send but the also, camera guy. All
0: that all that information is like, you get you get those tips all the time you know i i don't know i don't
1: know. it's just sort of the game too so like it's honestly i'm not going like to get myself in
0: trouble with tmz and i definitely don't need a subpoena from johnny's team so i'm going to move the fuck along here <laughs> 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 all right what's next all right, number one, Ellen DeGeneres is signing off on her show uh, after 19 season, and this comes, you know, two years after the uh, the allegations of it being a, a horrible work environment. I mean, the, the, a toxic work and play work environment. We've even talked about it. We did the um, the biggest assholes in Hollywood <laughs> episode uh, a couple weeks ago and talked a little bit about Ellen and the the stories that we know happened and from people that we've talked to that worked there, uh, but. Uh, you know, the, it didn't have this big fanfare like Oprah did when she signed off. When Oprah signed off, it was the biggest event in television daytime history. All these people were there Tom Hanks, Madonna, Stevie Wonder, uh, Will Smith, like just huge. And Ellen basically did it as a normal episode and kind of said, okay, goodbye. And I, I just thought that was kind of shocking.
1: Yeah, I would like to see a good speech. You know, I want to see something her just thanking the crew, thanking. You want? She just did like a normal episode and kind of like. I don't know. I, you wonder like what you would like to see as a last episode? Do you want to see her best moments? Do you want to see her bring up? Well, people? do you think though? Do you think that
0: because of the scandal, that's why they're not doing a big fanfare? Like Oprah didn't have the big scandal, so she had this like huge goodbye. I mean, they're they're all honestly two different shows though. Like Oprah is more of a life lifestyle show, where Ellen's more of like an interview show. So maybe it, it's done on purpose. But I'm I'm surprised. Two years ago, if you said this was the last show, I would have expected the biggest event in Hollywood, and it's not. Yeah. and it's not that.
1: Yeah, I I think after that scandal, I don't think they want to. Bring that back or bring the attention towards that and bring people to start talking about it again. It was a, suc- yeah. a very successful show. It was a great show. Ellen was great at what she did. And um, it's going to be huge. Um, listen, Kelly Clarkson is doing very well. There's other shows that are doing well, but I don't know if anybody that's doing shows right now can take the, take, do what Ellen did. I mean, that's how big yep. of a show. Her show was just that great. No, um, for sure. But, that's, but then I just want to add one more story to the week. Ray Liotta has passed away. The great actor, I mean, just Hollywood legend dies at, passes away at 67. 67 right? he, he was in uh, he was in uh, Dominican Republic filming a movie. He was with his fiance. Um, as right now, there's no suspicion, you know, they're not really, ex- there's no foul play uh, suspected. Um, so he f- passed away in his sleep. You know he's been in a bunch of movies. Obviously, um, Goodfellas, and he was in Field of Dreams, and Copland, and even Operation Dumbo Drop. He was from my hometown of Union, New Jersey. I've met him a few times. He was in my high school Hall of Fame. Which, Dax, did you have a high school Hall of Fame?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, I mean,
1: well we that's had, good.
0: We had like, are you talking about like celebs that went to your high school?
1: Yeah, like who was the fam- most famous alumni? Fa- most famous well, person that in, came from I, your high school? I went
0: to a couple different high schools. So in Colorado, it was Amy Adams.
1: And okay. then in California, name.
0: I, I want to say Chevy Chase went there, but also like M- Milo Ventimiglia. Oh. So, so we had some like decent people go to our school. Those was some
1: big. Ray Liotta was the biggest celebrity to come from my hometown. Um, then it was like Robert Wold and Artie Lang, but probably... You know, Ray Liotta. My town was known all from Ray Liotta, especially being in an Italian American area where I grew up. That was just Ray Liotta was king. Um, But rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Legend, union guy, nice guy. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, Make sure you guys leave a review. Go to iTunes, put in Hollywood Raw, go all the way to the bottom. See, uh, it says leave a review. Put five stars. Say a few kind words. Thank you to the new listeners. Thank you to the old listeners. We appreciate you. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Rod and all follow Dax Holt on Instagram. Follow Adam Glynn on Instagram. See you guys next time.
0: A Huda Media Production.